Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, a J10 initiative. I think we're ready. Hey, welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know. This is Father Nathan. This is Father Mike. He is back. Back in action. Back on the mic. This is a solo set, just with the two of us, I guess. I mean, I guess a duet. We're not doing a full-on everybody podcast. Do we have to? Oh, uh, that's what you mean. I thought you meant we were singing. We could. You know, that's a, that's kind of a, a blaha thing, isn't it? What? What? You're like uh, duets. Well, we sing a, we sing a few. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's we like s- one of my favorite things about you guys. Oh, Chaney. Chaney. Oh, yeah. Chaney. Oh, why and did I say blaha? Yeah, no, Ch- Chaney. Chaney, definitely. Chaney will just like randomly just be like, and one, two, three, four. Every heathen shall be exalted, and every hill. Anyways, yeah. No, sorry, Blaha. Blaha, nothing does, for you. Nothing. Blaha does not sing a lot of duets. Um, but uh, yeah, we get by. Here we are back here uh, in the Schloss Gobel dungeon. In the Schloss. Yep. And I'm still. It's not cold down here, but my toes are cold. I, I think I have bad circulation. Oh. My fingers and toes. I don't know. Do you Thanks. wear slippers? No, boat shoes. Oh. Like Why, around the house? Slippers? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I'd like to, but all I've ever done is like the the cheap um, like Walmart slippers. I don't know if I can. Can I use <laughs> store brand? <laughs> um, anyway, the ones that I use, right? wherever they're from, um, have been kind of like flat foot. Yep. They don't hold on to the cushion very long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It yep. just kind of wears out, and then it's it's not like you're wearing anything. True. Um, I'm very careful and measured in this, but um, there is a great slipper um, called Old Friend. Old Friend Slippers. And um, that's what I have. I've had these for probably five years. They sound like an old friend. They are an old friend. That actually, sounds like a dog thing. Actually, it was, it was Joe Doman that got me hooked on those. Old friends. Yeah, and he swore by them, and I was like, what? Because I, I used to wear these fake Crocs. One time I got sick, and driving home from, uh, from the seminary to my house, I was like, I'm sick. I need like things that are going to make me better. So I went to Walgreens, and I bought chicken noodle soup and some medicine, and there were these like fake Crocs that were... Uh, had like uh, fur on the inside, Ooh. and I wore those forever. They were great. Well, that sounds like they worked. They so what's, did. What's the thing with the old Franks? The the problem with the old Crocs is uh, the the sweat. They they weren't really wicking, oh. and I found myself you know unduly kind of overheating through it. And whereas the old friend, I feel like uh, does does the job. I bought them. I bought them for uh, my brothers. I hope they are still wearing them. I think I owe my little brother William one a pair. He doesn't listen to the podcast, so he doesn't even know uh, that he's missing out on slippers. Know. I I think the word will get to him. He probably own it. Somebody's gonna somebody's gonna wrap. So me do you out. do? It's like a barefoot thing. No, I wear socks and slippers. Yep. Isn't that like a taboo? It's like a socks and sandals thing. I mean, what's the point of the? See, I wear socks around the house. Yeah, but so what's Larkin's, the point of the slipper? Father Larkin's floors are cold. I don't know. Even well, with the socks, well, I, like, I got bad circulation. No, I, I don't. I was just confessing. I don't that like I'm cold. I, I don't. Do this. I don't like the. I don't like the feel of socks on the ground. I like having a, a barrier. So, I heard a good definition of uh, spontaneity. Spontaneity as an adequate response to a new situation. Hmm. Or a creative response to a known situation. Spontaneity. Huh. That, that was kind of like a spelling bee thing. What was it? An adequate response to a new situation uh-huh. or a creative response uh-huh. to a known, known situation. situation. I like that. Right? Huh. Who said that? So I'm just, I'm just thinking of that because I'm it's like, good. I got cold feet and I haven't fixed that in my 36 years. I mean, maybe I should think about a creative spontaneity solution s-p-o-n-t-a-n-i-e-t-y spontaneity that's pretty good e-i-t-y i there was a girl i think it's the, i-e-t-y 
How do you spell uh, spontaneity? No, E-I. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Are you coming up with it? You're well, asking I mean, Siri? I tried to ask Siri, but there's no internet. <laughs> so I've got a cold, and I've been taking... Um, I, be, I did the chicken noodle thing, and I've been taking Zycam. Oh, Jason swears by that stuff. It's all zinc, you know? Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's supposed to be like this magic potion or something. Is it real or is it alchemy? Jason swears by it. Does he ever get sick? Well, he bikes in the cold and everything. S-P-O-N-T-A-N-E-I-T-Y. Okay. Spontaneity. Spontaneity. Did I say I-E-T-Y? Uh, I think you were arguing for that. Oh. I should have bet you. No, I... You never I, lose bets. I, I, I wouldn't bet on my spelling skills. I once spelled opera. Oprah. O-P-R-A-H. Nice. No, I said opera. O-P-R-A-H. Opera. O- opera. And I was like, what an idiot. There was some girl um, at your... After the mass for the uh, 10th anniversary. Yes. And... She was telling me how she had just won a spelling bee, and I gave her the word baptism, mm. and she did really good, except she ended it with U-M. Baptistum. Yeah. And it was it was smart. And her mom gave her the good compliment, like, oh, phonetically perfect. Nice. And it's true. Right. You know? Excellent. Well done. Mm-hmm. The other word that I got out on in the... Um, uh, eighth grade, no, fourth grade spelling bee was absurdity. Oh, yeah. Absurdity. And I misspelled it. And then uh, I went to the bowling alley with my brother and I won one of those crane games. You know, with where the you, stuffed animal? Yeah. Oh, and yeah, I, 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 got a, I got a little hippo and I named it Absurdity. <laughs> That's a good name for yeah, a hippo, too. Exactly. Whatever happened to the hippo? I don't know. It probably, probably got thrown out with the rest of my toys when it was like, you don't play with these anymore. So, Did you see the Mr. Rogers movie? I wanted to. No. I, I mean, it's one of those movies that like you want to see, but you're like, I don't know if I need to go to the theater for that one. Yeah. Well, it, it, it was good. I mean, it, there's, it just made me think of it because there's this one part where he's like, Asking this guy about, you know, what kind of stuffed animals did you have when you were a kid? And, you know, were they your friends? Absurdity. But I don't know. No, I my... Mean, was, I, that, was that one of your... I got like a Roger Rabbit and a Goofy from Disneyland when I went there. Yeah. And they, they stuck around. But I, it wasn't like I'd play with them. They would hang out on the couch mm-hmm. and inspire me, probably inspire me. One of the best Christmas gifts I ever got was I got a uh, stuffed Alf doll. Oh yeah, and Alf. yep, and I love that doll, and I would take it everywhere, and it was super fun. And then uh, Matt Tynan, actually, I've talked about it on the podcast, and he bought me because I thought it was a talking Alf doll because uh-huh. they had those on the commercials, but they just got me a stuffed Alf doll, and they said you've got to make it talk, which is actually good because it made me like you know start to you know like use voices and everything. Did he like have that. a weird voice? Yeah. I can't remember. I knew he was an alien and he like lived next door. Ah, he just sounded like an old East Coaster or whatever. Oh, okay. So he would just be like, he'd be like, I got to check that out. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I never really watched this show. Oh, I can, yeah. I mean, like I can picture that guy. Is he an aardvark or something? Yeah. Or is just an alien? Long nosed. Yeah. I, I actually have the entire DVD collection upstairs if you want to borrow it. All right. Um, I don't think I have a DVD. Again, player. given to me by Matt Tynan. And it's still unopened. Oh boy! Thanks, Matt. <laughs> so, anywho, all right, we've covered stuffed animals. <laughs> You're back. I'm you know, back. I'm like, you know, this is we're we're moving we're moving right along. Yeah. Are we going to publish that uh, 10th anniversary episode? I think this so. One or what? I think so. That'll be the next. I thing. think that's tomorrow's episode because some people didn't watch it live. Okay. So we're just going to put that out oh, there. Oh, it was showing live. Yeah, I think a lot of people. I'm were. I'm glad I didn't know that. I get intimidated by that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I found out that uh, my uh, meditation on the Sea of Galilee that I gave was recorded. And I was really happy I found out about that afterwards because otherwise, you know, like you may not, you may not do the same things. So now Matt's mom told me that there was like a, uh, an Irish jig. Yeah. That Matt, Matt tried to join in, but he was laughing too hard. Yeah. 
Yeah. Was that recorded? I'd like to hear that. Yeah, actually, I'm pretty sure that somebody else did it. So, um, uh, what? Which one was it? Uh, when I was a little boy, so my mother told me, Timmy, way haul away, will haul away, Joe. Way haul away, we're bound for better weather. Anyways, it goes I on. I think I've heard that one. It's a great one. I love sea shanties. For my Oh, that's why it was. For one sea of my shanties. for one of my birthdays, I wanted all of the companions to learn a sea shanty and we would all sing it together. Yeah, why not? And the only person who would do it was Greg Peterson. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Father Greg hey, Peterson. Hey, hey, I never heard this. I don't know. I think you're in Rome. I would do it. Yeah. I want everybody I want I'm everybody really bad at lyrics though. You're super No, no, no. Good I'll at I'll give them to them. I'll give them to the, everyone can have the lyrics in front of them, oh, but I just want to hear what it would be like to have 10 to 12 full-throated men singing a sea shanty. Yeah, why not? Yeah. That would be great. Let's do it. All right. For my birthday. Okay. Deal. Um, it's, uh, do you want to know which one it's called? That one? What? No, do you want to know? Do the same one? No, I, it's the song that I want us to sing. Oh, you already have one picked out. Oh, yeah. Did you write it? No. Actually, um, FYI, we'll keep this secret because uh, Father Tony O'Neill doesn't need to know this. But I would like us to learn a Scottish song Ooh. to sing to him for our summer conference because I have this secret fetish that's really a known fetish that I want Tony, Father Tony O'Neill to be my friend. Oh, and I just uh, I don't I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, strange enough, but I'm uh, trying. That that might help, maybe. So the I the, just can't. I don't. Care, I can't always read him. That's either. I mean, that's like either going to make him love you forever, or just another I, annoying, resented. Right. Yeah. Just for a moment, you know, like you know the the look that um they give Gollum when they realize that he's actually not that bad of a creature. <laughs> that's what I want Father Tony O'Neill to look at me with. Yeah. But instead, he just looks at looks with disdain. No, this is all orchestrated, yeah. I think this is a plan. They told me that I'm trying too hard. Do you think I'm trying too hard? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. But you know what? You, what? how, how does it go with the, oh, shoot. I was just listening to your podcast. Something like you, you, you miss every pitch that you don't swing at or something. Yeah. What yeah. was it? I just heard this in my car on the way over. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to catch up, but I was I'm pretty well behind. Yeah, you miss you 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 miss hundred percent of the you miss hundred pitches of the pitches of the sw- you miss a hundred of the pitches that you don't swing at. Mm-hmm. So it's called. I mean, just so you know, I mean, for my birthday, this is thirty eighth birthday. If you want to learn, roll the old chariot along by David Coffin. Okay, David Coffin. So um, traditional folk song in honor of the. Um, the ever popular loon jazz. Can I oh, yeah. play like the loon whistle in the back of the yeah. while we're singing? Yeah, Just we've got we've got that loon toss it in there. Yeah, accordion. Yeah, we've I got don't a, think I've seen this. We've got a loon call. Yeah. Okay, I'll look forward to it. Yeah. All right. All right you want to get into a topic, dude? I'm 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 we're flowing, man. I know we're flowing. I mean, it's good to see you. That's all. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. You're on the topic today, Father Mike. Has the Bible in front of him. Um. All right. Well. What? Well, I was wondering how the how you thought the tenth anniversary thing went. I was so impressed with the people who came from far away. Yeah, like Taylor for, from New York. For, yep, yep. And then those uh, girls from Philadelphia. Yep, yep. That lady, and then there was another lady from Missouri. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Jefferson City, Missouri, who we FaceTimed her daughter, and her daughter had no idea that that her I mean, she knew her mom was there and apparently I, I think her mom was upset that her daughter, daughter couldn't come because it was like 18 uh, and older but you know safe environment blah 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 yeah um so uh we facetime her daughter and she was so happy that uh we were facetiming her that she ran and told everyone in the house <laughs> instead of just sitting and talking she just kept running to all the different rooms to gather the people together showing, oh that was awesome that's cute that's great yeah there was um chris rogers he gave me his card. He's from Minnesota. Really? Yeah, anybody from Minnesota. You yeah. Give, give me your card. Yeah. He has a card? Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't... Do I have a card? I think you we have do, a card. We do, yeah. We, we we came up with cards. You're welcome to have some. Okay. 
Um, I pass them out into the in the uh, airports when people encounter me. Ah, okay. People don't I, use business cards anymore, but they like it. I got a. I think I might have. No, I don't use them. Well, all right. So that's that. Tenth anniversary was sweet. It, it was. It was great to see so many different people. Uh, great to see some of the old guard. My combo. Um, uh, who else was there that I hadn't seen in a while? Um, I can't remember. Yeah, some of the old time listeners. I was I was happy to see the rights people that were sit yeah the rights were there people that were sitting in the front front Pitt. row yeah a bunch of the people it was crazy doo, doo, doo. yeah it was cool it was cool to just check in with old friends and it was a lot easier than I thought I was I was feeling kind of anxious because I'm just like <laughs> what's the deal with the the fan thing fan thing really makes me I don't know I just find it weird people come up and oh, they know yeah. me and they're saying oh. You know, how's your dog cornbread and this kind of stuff? Aww. Um, yeah, I'm just not, I guess I'm not, I'm shy. Well, you forget that they know more about us than we know about them, so. Yeah, but they, it was just like, it was a cool collection of a lot of people I know already, and then a lot of people that I was enthusiastic to meet. Yeah. And people were cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, great event. Thanks again to uh, Andrea Polito and the Army of St. Thomas people that came to help us. So, Eamon, Eamon Naughton, and uh, Ben Rahimi. Uh, they were they were kind of slave labor for the 10th anniversary. Yeah, you're so good with home. names. And then we had a fantastic... Machado, yeah. Sean Conn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had a fantastic a dinner the night before with... Uh, uh, Mika and Andrew from the seminary. Oh yeah, that was we, great. They used to cook at the seminary, and we were eating some tasty, tasty treats. Lamb shank, some lamb shank. Yeah, no, it was a great. Sangria. It was a great time, and it was just, it was great to celebrate. You know, praise God, mm-hmm. so many graces and so many good memories. Yeah. All right. Well, you want a topic here? Yeah. I don't. Well, I'm just getting warmed up. Okay. Well, I'm. I mean, you're warmed up. I'm just getting back into it. So that's right. Um, I, this is going to take both like rolling back into the banter and then also rolling back into the topics because I'm, I'm just like kind of juggling some in my head. All right. So are you doing the ones from the sheet? or Are you doing different ones? I'm doing. Well, I'm going to try to do both. Okay. I but like I'm, your style. I'm trying to combine, but all right. So the, I mean the the sheets that I brought are going to be the, the basis, I think. All right. And that's like um, some un, uh, unsung heroes, no, un, unfamiliar or lesser known um, folks on the road to canonization. Hmm. Um, you might have heard of some of them. Um, one was recommended by John, Caitlin, and Thea McMacken. McMacken. That uh, shout out to the McMackens who actually requested this topic. And I don't always get into the ones that, that are requested. A lot of people request all kinds of stuff, and it's hard to keep up with all that. But uh, they got me thinking. They got me looking, doing a little research about Thea Bowman. Thea ba- Bowman. 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 Mm-hmm. And um, I'm impressed. I mean, this, uh, this is a, a real recent um, kind of example. This woman died in 1990, and you can still find, like, you can find YouTube video of her talking to the USCCB. USCCB it's great. 1989. Yeah. And um, it's got this real cheesy intro. It's almost like what, you know, people are trying to do this kind of 80s um, satire stuff these days. Uh-huh. Uh, just watch the beginning of this thing and you'll know. Hmm. You know. I watch just remember watching it because she sings the song, Sometimes I Feel Like a Motherless, like child. A motherless child. And she actually sings it beautifully yeah she opens with that sometimes people sing it and it's like you you actually don't need to be singing this yeah so no she does a great job and that's part of her her thing is like she um well i'll get there okay so just a little we're getting there just a little bio um she was born bertha bowman i'm gonna say this wrong every time i want to say bowman but bowman Okay, and in Mississippi in 1937, her grandfather had been born a slave. 
Her father was a physician and her mother a teacher. So she goes, um, she, this, this little bio says she was raised Methodist and with her parents' permission converted to Roman Catholic faith at age nine. Wow. So I'm, I have no idea how that happened. I'd like to hear that. Um, somebody update me on the story with some more details about how a little kid comes uh, comes to the faith without their parents being um, Catholic. Uh-huh. I think it's remarkable. Something something powerful happened there. And Was she um, at school? I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. All right. Later, she joins the Franciscan Sisters of Perpetual Adoration in La Crosse, Wisconsin, right across from Winona, Minnesota, um, on the Mississippi River. That's where we used to go. Um, I went to school in Winona. We used to go over to La Crosse for the uh, huh. cheese curds. Yeah. You know about cheese, cheese curds? Oh, uh, yeah, the squeakers. Uh-huh. Well, these were like deep fried. Ooh. Anyway. Even better. So Thea um, joins the order. She goes to um, to school and gets a uh, bachelor's in English, then a master's in English, and finally a Ph.D. in English, uh, writing about William Faulkner. Wow. Um, great writer. Um, but just a cool thing, you know. People, I, I think a lot of people don't know that uh, nuns are encouraged to do you know, higher studies and be um, scholars and everything. So uh, here's a, a great example of that stuff. She goes and she teaches at Viterbo College, where she had gone to school in La Crosse, and then later to uh, CUA, Catholic University of America mm. in Washington, D.C., and um, teaches for a long time about um, the liturgy, literature, um, and... And then she's, she gets into, like, uh, African-American studies and um, particularly with respect to uh, African-American Catholics and becomes kind of an advocate, um, finds herself doing work where she's teaching about diversity. She's teaching about the African-American experience and, um, and then promoting music everywhere she goes. Um, she finally helps, um, directs, the publication of a Catholic hymnal, uh, Lead Me, Guide Me, the African-American Catholic Hymnal. Hmm. And she spent a lot of her time traveling around and giving talks and um, motivating people through her, uh, her singing and her songwriting and her encouraging people to look at the uh, African-American tradition of songs in um, their expression of faith and um, their kind of capacity to unite people and um she she really preached joy and unity and that was kind of her her thing um so rather simple she uh made her way around and um just gave talks she went to um africa and um traveled around the caribbean giving the same kind of talks and um she was interviewed by 60 Minutes and then did this USCCB thing, and those were kind of two big moments. In the interview for 60 Minutes, she says, I think the difference between me and some people is that I'm content to do my little bit. Sometimes people think they have to do big things in order to make change. But if each one would light a candle, we'd have a tremendous light. Hmm. Beautiful life, inspiring. But it's, it's kind of one of those things that seems like the everyday thing. That people do, people can do, right? This isn't like wild mysticism, or this isn't like um, I don't know a particular martyrdom. You know, this is kind of it's kind of cliche to talk about everyday saints, but I think she's a great example of exactly what she's talking about: doing the little bit and being faithful, and um, and really letting God guide your life. And um, being faithful to those graces and providence. And then she was, um, her cause for canonization is now being promoted. Hmm. So she's a servant of God and um, the, the cause is being, um, yeah, developed now. Nice. Thea Bowman. Did you look at any of the hymns from the African-American, African, what is it? African-American Catholic hymn? No, I have to confess that I haven't. That's maybe the next Next one. We'll have to get a... We'll have to get a... Well, I'm just trying to get these names out here first. That's true. So yeah, we'll, I saw... I we'll saw do like shanty, <laughs> shanty yes. hymns and then some African-American... Sure. 
Catholic. The um, I saw a special on her. Um, I don't remember when, but just kind of uh, her speech to the to the bishops in. I think it was um, it was Rocco Palmo from uh, Whispers in the Logia. Uh-huh. He it was like in the anniversary of her of her speech, and he put it on there. And I just happened to to you know look on that on that day, just run into it, and then you know was watching. I was like, I've never even heard of this person. So, yeah, impressive, impressive life, heroic virtue. She received I don't know how many honorary doctorates in her lifetime, mm-hmm. um, because a lot of people valued uh, her the the education that she was offering people, you know. So. Yeah, lots of schools named after her, lots of libraries, programs, foundations. Hmm. She helped set up some um, scholarships for um, African Americans who want to be sisters and nuns. Wow. And um, being able to give them some help with that. So, uh, yeah, a lot. I mean, just the, the kind of influence on the, on the culture. It's like the stone in the pond, you know. Um, beautiful. Okay, so here's another one. This is an Italian, Blessed Maria Bolognese. Ah, Bolognese. Do you know Bolognese? Yeah, it's like, you know, meat sauce. Exactly. Northern Italian. Yeah. It's usually the meat some sauce cream. from Bologna. From Bologna. Um, Maria Bolognese. Well, I picked this one. I was just looking through a bunch of, like, kind of... Servants, re- servants of God. Servants of God. Yeah. And uh, Blesseds. And the name jumped out at me because of the sauce. True. Okay, so I don't want to be hard on Maria here. Dude, could you imagine if you ended up becoming, if she does become blessed and then somebody chooses them her as their confirmation saint? Well, she's blessed. She'd be What? Oh, yeah. yeah. Bolognese, man. You can be Bolognese. Yep. Bolognese, receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Well, it's Maria Bolognese, but. Yeah, but people say, people say. Yeah, uh, you could. Uh, what is her name? Uh, Gianna Mola. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you could. Yep. Absolutely. You should pick her. I mean, everybody's looking for new names. Start the new trend. You can have one kid named Bolognese and then another kid named Carbonara. Oh, yeah. What's that? Yeah. Putanesca. Putanesca. Um, Arrabbiata. Arrabbiata. All right. So let's hear about uh, Chef Boyardee's granddaughter. Oh, no. So. kind of a hard lead up because um so she maria had a rough life okay this is one of those um those particularly mystical lives but a life full of um real severe suffering so she, she grew up without a father her father abandoned the family she um had to drop out of school and go to work um to just to take care of the family what still going yeah, th- something changed with the sound here. Yeah. But it's still recording. Okay. And I think, I mean, the clicks are good. Cool. <laughs> All right, so. Yeah, Sorry. I don't, I don't know what happened. She had a hard life, you said. Yeah, so she had a hard life. Um, uh, her stepfather would beat her and her mother. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's she's getting by, very prayerful girl. Um, she is 17 when she is possessed demonically possessed wow and she can't go in a church they do blessings on her they they're doing the exorcism stuff and it didn't really take effect for a while and um she was get sent to the sane asylum and the doctors um, deemed her to be sane because she felt normal she was relieved of the possession she didn't have um kind of the symptoms of insanity she um finally just gets gets through that that possession you know i I think it was with the regular help of the the church and her prayers but a pretty wild and chaotic kind of um turbulent uh childhood yeah for sure um and you don't hear that often you know like the saint is the holy people being um possessed so i thought that was interesting about her um she has a vision of jesus when uh she's still young and the lord assured her that she would learn to read and that her sick mother would be uh, saved from her illness, which she was. Um, she began to suffer with a number of um, difficulties, arthritis, colitis, 
appendicitis, uh, almost becoming blind. Um, she, meanwhile, is looking after orphans and all the um, the children whose parents were without jobs. This is after she was delivered. She was exercised. Yeah. Okay. So now she's now she's in her twenties and yeah. she's getting sick with everything. Yeah. But spending all of her time taking care of sick people. You know, she would go to the hospitals and she would care for the sick, and then she would help the people on the street who were um, in trouble and mm. especially kids. Um, she um, eventually develops the stigmata. She ve- first develops the uh, pain and the the um, wound on the side yeah. of Christ, and then um, and then had stigmata in her hands and in her feet. Visible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and. Um, there was until until the stigmata, there was a lot of persecution. Like priests were saying, "Oh no, this this girl's crazy, and don't pay any attention to her, and um, really sidelining her." And meanwhile, she's got a journal and she's praying and she's got a spiritual director. And um, so little was known about her really until afterward. And that happens a lot, you know. Um, so she has a heart attack in 1971, and she dies um, nine years later after a couple more heart attacks, and she dies of a heart attack. These are all recent. Yeah, 1980. So, Could you imagine being in the same town as somebody? Like, I mean, she was in Bologna, right? Well, I don't think she's, I don't think she was in Bologna, but um, yeah, in a little town in Italy. But I mean, even in a little town, like in 1980, and nobody, nobody was talking about the fact that a person had the stigmata? Well, you got, uh, what's his name? Padre Pio on the other side. You know? he, I mean, he wasn't, I mean, he died in like, what, 65 or 70 something? I can't remember what, but I remember John Paul visiting Padre Pio. Really? Yeah. So they're fairly recent. I mean, this stuff happens. This stuff is not too far Amazing. away. Yeah. Okay. So last one. Well, I mean, all jokes aside, like, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty great, that's a great saint. Yeah. I and mean, Bolognese. Yeah, that's Maria legit. Bolognese and uh, her miracles have already been confirmed, and uh, just a life of heroic virtue. Was she the? I mean, was she a patron? Uh, you don't become a patron saint until you're a saint, I guess. So, yeah, I don't know that. She, yeah, she hasn't been named as a patron. But I mean, certainly pe- people who are possessed. Yeah, she could be a great intercessor. Possessed, sick almost her whole life. Yeah, I mean, just kind of, kind of getting by, uh-huh. you know. And the rest of us like. Well, this is, I'll speak for myself, but um, I feel like when I'm suffering, I'm just a worse person for it. You know, irritable, annoying, feeling sorry for myself a lot of times. And I don't know that she wasn't, but she was prayerful and persevering. Yeah. And you see the grace to the end, you know. That kind of suffering often makes people want to abandon, you know, mm-hmm. uh, faith, hope. Okay, finally, Franz Jägerstädter. Uh, yes. You know Franz? Franz Jägerstädter? Yeah, Jägerstädter. Jägerstädter. There's another one. Is he a blessed? He is blessed, yeah. Blessed Jägerstädter. He's been beatified. Okay. So I'm not even going to tell you a whole lot about his story. Just recommend that you watch A Hidden Life uh, by Terrence Is this Ballard. the guy? Yeah, this is the same guy. Oh, great. Yeah, so there's there's a great film out right now Yep. by um, a, a big-name director who's kind of a, a, a recluse and is a, a mysterious guy, but he's done some great films like a tree of Li- the tree of life. Yeah. And his name's Terrence uh, Malick. Thin red line. And um, he's just, there's also another one that's lesser known that um, uh, father Josh Mayer got me hooked on, which is called to the wonder. Oh, right. Or no, actually I think it was father Stephen Akers, but excellent film. Yeah. Powerful. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend his films to younger kids right um but certainly you know um you know above 18 or something i think it's definitely worth it yeah and you have to be like a, a reflective soul i think it takes some maturity because they're long mm-hmm. at least this fi- this hidden life is a long film yeah and it's rather slow but right if you um I, it's just filled with beauty so is thin He's red line very attentive to natural beauty yes. and paying attention to people Yep. And they're super, super deep. Yep. Um, yeah. I think, I mean, uh, all of his movies have the same sort This of is the guy aesthetic. from that movie. Yeah. So this Franz Jägerstädter. Franz Jägerstädter. 
is a simple farmer. He's got um, in in a little town in in Austria and uh, a beautiful picturesque place with the mountains there and then um, just doing his farming thing. He's got his his wife and three kids. They've got this sort of ideal life um, during World War II. So he's drafted into the um, the army of Hitler and uh, like all of the men were in uh, like the farmers and um, able-bodied men. So he's drafted into the army, but he is required like everyone to make an oath to Hitler and he refuses. Um, he just has, um, like he's a conscientious, conscientious objector. He yeah. just says, I can't do this according to my conscience. Wow. And the beauty of this film is that it doesn't really like show him to have, you know, insider knowledge of what the Nazi party is doing. And they're, um, you know, he's just, he knows that there's, there's wrong and he's not going to cooperate with it. And a lot of the movie is um, the drama of of how can you make a decision like this, knowing that you're going to leave your family, your family's going to be in danger, um, you could put your life in, in at risk, your um, your kids might grow up without a father, your wife is you know has lost her husband here. And there's ambiguity about whether what, what the consequences will be, but eventually he's um, condemned to death. And um, but given a choice all, all along the way, he's given this opportunity to, to say, "No, I'll take the oath." And there's people along the way saying, um, "We like you, you know, just just do it. You don't have to mean it. You you just have to say the words. You don't have to go hmm. and take up arms and fight in the front lines. You can work at a hospital." And um, you'll just be taking care of people. All you got to do is make make this oath. And he couldn't do it. He just said, I, 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 my conscience doesn't allow me to do that. Wow. You know, I, I believe in, in something else. And he's eventually killed. Um, he had a very, very quiet life. This wasn't a guy who was, you know, protesting with a lot of... Right. Um, notoriety or something like father Rupert Meyer in, in Munich. Mm -hmm. He was arrested and then back out and he had crowds of a lot of people that he was leading in protest against the Nazis. Franz was just a farmer who lived by his conscience and did the little things, you know? So I was, I was hoping to point out some little lives, you know, some little lives of the saints of, of our time and then raise the question of, um, or kind of encourage people because there's this, I think there's this conviction, at least in my, my life as a Catholic, that this universal call to holiness, you know, this, this has been a, a regular theme in, um, among young Catholics uh, since John Paul, mm -hmm. that everyone who's baptized is called to be a saint. Sure. And it's absolutely true. <clears throat> but I think for me, it's always been a kind of, intense prospect or, or kind of um, invitation. Like I got to do something great or I got to, you know, get all the virtue right. You know, a heroic virtue, a life of heroic virtue. And yet life is hard and there's a lot of scandal that comes in the way of, there's a lot of difficulty that comes your way. Sure. And I like these particular saints because they're saints of circumstances and of fidelity. Yeah. The effect of one small life. Yeah. Perseverance, you know, in grace. And then a lot of it is, uh, is the circumstances surrounding their life. You know, that's providence. Yeah. So if God brings you um, circumstances and wants your, wants your story to be known, it'll be known. And you, but you can't worry about that. You right. can't be fishing for a greatness. That's not the definition of the right. sanctity we're looking for. And sometimes people will come to me and just say, like, Father, I just thought I'd, I'd be a saint by now. You know, like, I know all these things. Like, I've heard John Paul II talk about it. I've read these books. I've taken theology classes. And I'm like, well, I just live your life. You yeah. know? I mean, I mean, I know that Ignatius wanted to be a great saint. He He looked at these other saints and he saw their deeds and he wanted to be encouraged by it. But a lot of the other saints just did what they thought was right at that time. And 
God cooperated. They cooperated with God's will. I actually preached on this today. Uh, you'll like this. This was uh, the reading from First Samuel today because I preached on these lines. It says, During the time uh, young Samuel was ministered to the Lord under Eli, a revelation of the Lord was uncommon and vision infrequent. One day Eli was asleep in his usual place. His eyes had grown so weak that he could not see. The lamp of God was not yet extinguished, and Samuel was sleeping in the temple of the Lord. The lamp of God was not yet was extinguished. Not extinguished. That's like, cool. God is, God is still working and cooperating with people's lives. And I said to the people that were there, and I hope it didn't come across as like, like um, you know, you guys are the only ones that are doing this. But it's like, do you realize that right now, out of all the people in Arvada, you know, at least, you know, on our side, West side, um, are, you know, you're at daily mass right now. You're hearing this word. Samuel heard a word because he was sleeping, you know, in this in, in this in this yeah. area, and he was awakened to the presence of God. Do you see what happens when people awaken to the presence of God? Like, and what will happen if more people get awakened? But you, we don't just have to get everybody here. God was able to change the whole course of Israel with just one person through the grace, yeah, who yeah. was open to it. So praise God. Yeah. Well, it's just. I, yeah, it's that discouragement. I want to fight the discouragement because there's so there's just too many Catholics who are worried about. Oh, I haven't made it yet. Right. I didn't do it yet. Right. I'm, I'm is like, this I got it? this goal is that this I'm. It? Yeah. You know, the future is, is becomes an obsession, and there's it, that causes anxiety. You know, anxiety is um, defined by um, looking at the future, worrying about it, instead of just responding to the graces of the present. It's kind of like from Daft Punk, where um, Giovanni Giorgio said, I wanted to make a sound of the 50s and the sound of the 60s and the 70s, so I used the synthesizer. And the synthesizer was uh, a sound of the future. We are the sound of the future. And then all of a sudden, like he puts a click on the track. On the click truck. Exactly. And then, boom, you all of a sudden you have like techno music. The sound of the future. My name is Giovanni Giorgio, but everybody calls me Giorgio. Giorgio. Where did they get that? <laughs> We're going to get in trouble for singing that, but I think you can get in trouble. I think you can get by with singing Daft Punk because you're not actually singing anything. You're just making sounds. Well, you can't. I mean, you can't sample it, but you can sing it, can't you? I think so. Maybe now that you've announced what it is. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. So I want somebody with a. Don't uh, worry about the past. Uh, don't yeah. worry about don't the future. Okay. Okay. Work with grace today. Amen. And keep it simple. Keep it small. You know? Don't. Make a garden. Yeah. Make a garden. If it's God's will. Sure. Right? I mean, everything is like, you know, really just just asking for that. Yeah. How can I serve? How can I do something else? How can I worry about myself less? And either set your eyes on God, you know, like the mystic. Set your eyes on serving other people, on celebrating things that are um, of God, the beauty around you, you know, resting in that joy. I'm trying. I think think it's hard to find uh, joy in the place. It's hard to find holiness in the place where you're currently at. Holiness isn't found in a future um, that will come, but rather in what is the grace of the present moment today? Yeah. What is God inviting me to today? What could you do in order to to certainly surmount those difficulties, those sins, you know, obtain those virtues? But, like, you got to begin somewhere. And... Yeah. uh I don't know. I mean, I, well, I, it, what do you think about the, what do you think about, I think of like this, your, your present place is defined by Providence. And I don't, I mean, that one's hard for me to wrap my mind around like the every day. It's like, oh, well, my circumstances, I can, I can show you the causes for everything, mm. you know, where I'm at, what I'm doing, you know, my work, my friends, all of these things. Can you define everything by providence? And if you can't, then what is? You know? Yeah. There's 
there's a there's a quote. I don't I don't think I can find it right now, but um, it says, you know, we entrust we entrust the past to God's mercy, we entrust the future to God's providence, and we entrust the present moment to grace. Mm. Um, and I think that's Mother Teresa. Um, and so, I mean, I would say the present moment is defined by providence. It's given to us. And, but it's also like, it's active. It's not something God sees forth. So in some sense, I see, for some reason, see providence as looking forward. But like, even now, this is what is given. This is the gift of today. So. I usually think of providence as something from the past. Like all the, all the graces that have kind of steered us in this direction or that direction. Um, but I, yeah, I think it's worth reflecting on. I don't, you know, I didn't come to bring a lot of answers about providence. Well, I would just say I like what you're what you're pointing to in that uh, I think there's a lot of people that are so hyped up uh, spiritually that they think that something's got to happen. You know, like something's got to change. It's got to get better. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, yeah, it will, but right now actually matters. Yeah, the I mentioned this before, but the Wrights wrote this article about the vocation of the present moment, mm. and um, instead of saying my vocation is at some point to be a priest, it's like yeah. no, your vocation right now, yeah, is, is, now? is to do you know what is God inviting you to now? So yeah, and hey. yeah, not to expect anything extraordinary. Maybe part of my motivation is it's um, is January. It's like resolution season. Yeah. And everybody's got to get that feeling. I get that feeling, too. It's like, okay, what am I doing? Let's gear it up. Yep. This is the year for sanctity. It's like, yeah. no, today today is the day. You know? Today is True. the day to try to be faithful. Try, try to say the prayers. You know, Look for grace around there. Mm-hmm. And then be, a, be, a, be at peace. That makes a huge difference. Yeah. All right. Sure. That's what we got. I like L- it. Little Saints today. Little Saints. That was uh, Thea Bowman, Servant mm-hmm. of God. Uh, got the second one, Italian. Uh, Maria, Blessed Maria Bolognese. Bolognese. And then... Um, Franz Jägerstädter. Franz Jägerstädter. Yeah. Blessed. Blessed. He's beatified as well. All right, cool. Pray for us. Amen. Um, awesome. Welcome back, man. Well, thank you. We, uh, yeah, we, we, I was worried that I had gotten the dates wrong and that uh, you were going to come over tomorrow. Um, and then, so I just started doing some laundry because I was like, well, I you know, if you forgot, whatever, I'm not going to, you know, try to oh, I think get, it was him, a little late. get it come over. Well, I mean, it was, uh, pastoral council went till eight, so it's not like you were, you know, super late, but then all of a sudden I looked at my phone and, uh, it said, are you around? I was like, Mike? And you're like downstairs already. So I was like, sweet. It's a big We're house. doing this. It's a big echoey house. Well, I didn't want to disturb the other priests here, so. It's a big, big house. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots mm-hmm. of rooms. Mm-hmm. Actually, only four. But anyways. I remember that thing. All right. Um, you got some shout outs? I, I, I know. I was, I, my resolution was to get better at this, but I, all I can think of is my cousin Jake oh, from Fargo. Jake the Rattlesnake. Jake the Rattlesnake, man. What's he? Oh. Praying for never you. Mind. <laughs> uh, proud of you, man. Hope you're doing well. That's right. Shout out. Um, so um, I met a number of people at the um, at the uh, Seek conference, the SLS conference in Phoenix, and a lot of them were like, "Where is Father Mike Rap?" Oh. They're like, "That's like collecting Pokemon," and you're like the elusive, you know, blue eyes Which white dragon it? or whatever it is. You know, so that's Yu Gi Oh, but you get the reference. Yu Gi Oh. I don't know. See, I don't know. Uh, Flower Man. What did they call those things? Pikachu and what's the what's the blue one? Squirtle. Squirtle. Yeah. See, I, I like that. You're one. kind of a Squirtle. I'll do the Squirtle. You're a Squirtle. So you're a water. You're a water Pokemon. Napple is probably rock. So he's like the tortoise. No, Squirtle's the Squirtle's the oh, tortoise. Squ- Squirtle there's the a water. there's a there's a rock Pokemon. I don't know. Somebody's gonna let us know. Um, Olo. I don't know. He's probably like a electric. Doesn't there have to be a fire one? Oh no, he's electric. 
Electric Charmander. I don't think I'm a Charmander. I don't I don't think I'm an electric one. I think that's Olo. I think you're definitely water. Nepple's rock. I pr- I'm probably like Jigglypuff or well, something. Thanks, Seek people. Yeah. Thanks so, for looking. I mean, keep hunting. Yeah, so I'm, they're looking I'm pretty elusive. They're looking for you, so watch out. So I met a few. Um, so Father Mitchell Zimmerman, uh, who's the chaplain at uh, KU, wanted to give a shout-out to Bill Wilson and Riley Scott. They listen uh, from the uh, Lawrence area. Uh, Martha Jimenez from Pasco, Washington. Her and I both rock the Birkensocks. All right, And Martha. Uh, Martha was one of the funnest people to meet. She was so excited. She was shaking. Oh, and yeah. uh, she really wants... Uh, us to come out to Pasco for, you know, I think she does young adult ministry or something. So her friends knew exactly what was happening because they could tell she was geeking out. They were like, yeah, I don't even listen. And like, I was like, that's cool. Martha yeah, does. Whatever. Martha's cool. And then, uh, all not. And then Monica Mackey, uh, Mon Mac, uh, she took care of the priests and she goes, what are the odds that I'm going to get a shout out? And I'm like, 5%. Cause like I mean everybody asks for a shout out and I'm like I gotta yeah, know that you true. listen and she's like she's like I listen I was like okay and she's like I'm also a friend of you know Father Connor Danstrom uh, from University of Illinois in Chicago um, she knew Blaha she knew uh, Steve Mills Father Steve Mills and I said all right now you're up to about sixty percent and she goes how do I cross the threshold I'm like I just gotta put it in my phone honestly. If I don't put it in my phone, there's a great there's a great uh, section on reminders where you can put different reminders. You just so got the checkbox. I just got the checkbox. I just get to check off three boxes. Hey yo, and they're done. Okay, well I, I so also Monica Mackey. A shout out for Monica. I also left an Amos there, so if you can get it back to me, thanks. Do you think you think she picked it up? She yeah. was taking care of the sacristy. Oh, there you go. But I, I think it's long gone. Did you? Is it tr- embroidered? Tr- no, it's a basic one. Trying to describe an amos to people, it's like, it looks like a priest's bib. Yeah, it's a bib. It's a napkin with, it's got the strings that you could tie around like a bib. Yeah. So, but it's gone. Okay, it's, so it's a sweat rag. I, I got to shout out um, Devin, who, at my, uh, my nephew's birthday party, uh-huh. he just turned one. What's up, Max? Um, she offered to give me her ticket to the anniversary party because she had RSVP'd but then couldn't go. So wow. thank you, Devin. Wow. I made it to the anniversary nice. party. Nice. That's it. Yeah, sweet. Okay, God bless you, everybody. All right, thanks again. This is Catholic Stuff Podcast at gmail.com. Check us out on uh, various social enterprises such as Quilts Are Us. Uh, check out the new one by, um, uh, I don't know. We're not on Quilts Are Us. I heard us, we're but. on Twitter. We are on the Twitter. Yep. Um, Twitter. Uh, I don't know what the other ones At are. At twitter.com. Check know, us I out. Don't know how that stuff works. Father Mike and I are the least electronically linked, so um, you can find us uh, using your computer device. Send a homing pigeon. Thanks for listening. We'll see you later. Cheers. Cheers.